0: Yeah.
1: we're live yeah, hi hi Hi. <laughs> it's uh the agfFA report uh the we're at week 11 right
0: this is week 11, 11. Yeah. yeah
1: okay and <laughs> last couple weeks have been weird so week 11 preview week 10 recap uh with the typical usual suspects got Gumby Jeff and Dan
2: um how you guys doing
3: been all right
2: yeah well, I uh, I I passed my COVID test.
1: Oh yeah, Jeff mentioned that.
2: Yeah. So I was feeling kind of sick the last couple of weeks, I guess, oh, yeah. and uh, so I had the test done and got the results. I guess yesterday, when I finally saw, I was getting emails today. Okay, get down, get down, go on, get down. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to hear you're not.
1: Uh... You're not sick with, with COVID. We're,
2: we're also babysitting today. We've got well, a,
0: uh, uh, a, what would you call it? A, um, a gift. What do you call it? Rain check for a half a round of golf each at, uh, tour 18 too. So we need
2: to take care yeah, of that. Get a I know we do.
0: That's
1: awesome. Okay. So y'all didn't even get to play the amen corner.
0: Now we quit with eight, and remember nine is as is the uh, Island Green at TPC Sawgrass. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dad was like, "You know, you sure you don't want to play that?" And, uh, and I said, "Nah, if you're sick, let's get out of here." <laughs>
2: yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't feeling all that good, so I decided out with that shit. Mm-hmm. But I'll be ready to go again, maybe next week. Cool. You know what there I mean? Yeah. yeah looks like I'm looking off to the side. <laughs>
1: Uh, so yeah, we are in the second to last week of the season and, yes. uh, things are getting pretty, pretty, pretty set in stone as far as playoff, uh, seedings, matchups, at least the teams that are in it, I actually did a little bit of uh, analysis of who's in, who's out, um, kind of what the likelihood of, uh, what's going to happen after week after this week, especially, um, right. it's really interesting. So- like Gumby, Gumby's in. Mike's in, but Gumby hasn't even clinched, obviously, because he's only nope. the one game ahead.
2: <laughs> oh, he clinched the playoff. Well, Not I clinched the division. playoffs,
3: but I didn't clinch the division because it, right. my understanding of the, the way this, the tiebreakers would work, if I if I win this week against Ranger and I go into the next week, if that's the week that determines who re- basically who wins the division. If I win that game, I win the division. If I lose that game, it's kind of going to depend on the scores, right?
1: It will, the points for the breakdown, because y'all will have the same division record, it yeah. seems like.
3: We'll have identical records, and the tiebreaker will be points four, which is awfully close right now.
2: Yeah, Is it points it four or points on. against? It's points four. Okay.
1: Yeah, so Gumby has the most points four at 1534, uh, but Whip is close behind at 1490, so just over yeah. forty points. Yeah, go on
2: the house. Yeah, go
1: so on. literally every point matters yeah right now
3: even yeah. Against yeah, well, the, even talk, in this
0: game this week this week i talked with mike and he was uh after telling me about how badly he was going to kick my ass this week he uh he was uh quick to say you know i only scored 133 what? points and and I, this You're is a chance it, okay. for me to close the gap with with gumby because you i think you only scored like 129 or something one, 133 130. Yeah, so he gained like four or seven points on you, something yeah. like that. And he uh, said so that was a, that was an opportunity loss because if he could have cut that down to like a twenty point gap over two weeks, maybe overcome well, that. These
3: two weeks are my most bye weeks. If you look at my roster right now, I've got a lot of people out on buys both mm-hmm. the last weekend and this week. Uh, it's fortunate for me because uh, I'm playing you and Ranger, which which are not the strongest teams in the league. So that I'll get the wins probably, but the points the points for really matter a lot right now because mike's team is so good
2: yep. who's ranger
1: jason shoals oh okay oh ranger okay sorry is that sorry. a battle tech thing
3: no it's a D thing oh, from okay. i learned from like 30 years ago <laughs>
1: uh,
3: okay
2: time. all right it's an old ranger
1: huh yeah so Gumby, it's going to be interesting especially uh really just next week that's that's the big matchup for you um and then I saw that uh, there's a there's really two other big games. Well, maybe three, because Dad, you're playing Jess this week, right?
2: Right. If I win, I think I clinch.
1: Oh yeah, that that should do yeah. it because you already had the first matchup win, um, so that'll go a long way to determining probably who's winning the division at that point.
2: Yeah. If I win and even lose next week and we tie, I would have her because of the division record.
0: Yeah, you, you swept her head to head to head you'd have the sweep on, on uh Jess. So you win this week, you clinch. This is a
2: playoff game, basically. Essentially, yes. It and is and then
0: if you win this week, you can let your players take next week off because it won't sure. affect your seating at all. So you can like <laughs> take a little bye
2: here. Sure. Sure. sure, sure. I'll, I'll rest them. That's it'll be an be. advantage
0: over over Gumby and uh Michael because they can't do that. They gotta play all the way through.
3: We so, gotta play hard every week. Because they they're always
2: injuries. <laughs> so I don't know how the uh how the conference lays out as far as playoffs are concerned. It... <laughs> do we not have playoffs within the conferences first? In yes. other words, in other words, oh okay. In other words, um the 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 conference championship is probably gonna be Gumby and Mike.
1: Well, right? -hmm uh, Mike Mike looks like I let, let's say ballzilla wins out or, or just wins his division he'll be the one seed Mike will be the three it could flip but one of those one of you guys is getting one one of them's getting three um, and so you're not gonna play each other potentially until the championship conference championship game right
2: yeah right because the the, the super duper Bowl is Lmo against Goliath conference right
1: right like the nfc versus afc
2: so So for anybody from the rice division uh, and that would have to be just me and jess Mm -hmm. would have to beat either mike or actually both mike and uh gumby to make it to the championship game and that's highly unlikely so there that's my prognostication
0: is there is there is there a possibility that that the ramones could backdoor their way in if somehow they get an upset this week and then win uh, next week, or they win this week, and um, I don't know. Bubba Gump loses the last week of the season. I, yeah, I don't know. I haven't gone that far. No, there is. So I mean,
1: Ramones is only one game behind Guzzlers and Bubba Gump uh, because they're five and five. The other teams are six and four, and they have to win out. And they need—I think it's either of these teams just to lose out, and then they could be seven and five. Whoever wins this matchup should win the division. Right, but
3: Bubba Gump and Beer Guzzler can't both lose out because they're playing each other this week.
1: No, I I know that's the thing. Is whoever wins that game is likely already in, either as a wild card. Well, it's probably the division winner. But Ramones could sneak by if the other team loses out. So if Jess loses out, yeah, she's six and six.
0: Ramones have got the tiebreaker on both Bubba Gump and Beer Guzzlers too. Yeah, he he beat them both. So, actually, he doesn't need to win out. Then he could probably be six and six. If he ties up, yeah, he need to go six and six, and then Jess or Dad, you guys lose one and then lose again to be six and six, right? So he's got paths there to, to make it in. Seems pretty unlikely, though. I he's, he's got yeah he's got to beat you and then he's got to beat uh, me. Well, one of those isn't well, too so bad, that's right? That's a bye week, though.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, so he's five. What's his record right now? He's five and he's five and five. Five and five. So he, if he goes six and six. He doesn't have to win out. He just has to beat me, right? Well, he has to beat you no. and then hope that Bubba Gump or
1: loses, basically loses both don't yeah.
2: both
0: go seven and five
1: or some kind of, you know, because, Dad, you could win out and go eight and four, just
0: go seven and five,
2: you know? Right, right.
0: So. Shocking that Bubba Gump has won four out of the last five to get where she's at right now. Oh, she's got to play Scabs Bolt at the end of the year. So she may end up actually, well, I don't know. I mean, she could end up.
2: 7-5. If she seven loses to five, me, yeah. she could still end up be 7-5.
0: Yeah.
2: But that's and an if. Got, that's an if.
0: And you got Touch Me Down, which, which <laughs> is a, that's, it's not a pushover, but it's also no, it's not. something. You know,
2: it, yeah. it is not. That is true.
0: Yeah. So, so
3: hey, Shook's got the Smith locked up then, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: yes. on this on this other conference, both Hookham and Shook have clinched their division. So we have a one and two seed already, but we don't know which one is one and two yet. Um, Shook could win out and Hookham, I think, falls. I, I can't I, remember who won the head-to-head here. but
2: Okay, Gus, you're in the driver's seat for a wild card, right?
1: Yeah, but just barely. I need one more win, um, either against Napalm Jockstrap or Smuffs, and I'm in. 'Cause I mean at best or worst case scenario then if I get that one win, I can go six and six. Best that Savages or Shamers could do is six and six, and I beat both of them this year. So
2: Okay. Yeah. So you, you basically got a, a playoff spot locked up.
1: Yeah, I gotta win one. That's all I'm saying.
0: So beat Shook. So if Hookhum wins this week or really just wins one more time, they clinch the one seed, I would I think. Yeah, that's right. Or if they get – yeah, so they just need to win one of the next two and they got it, um, or Shook loses a game. Yeah,
1: and I think Hookham's toughest opponent was me in this division. So he's just got Napalm and Smuffs left. Shouldn't be
2: too hard. Shit, my phone's running out of fucking battery power. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it.
1: Um, But, yeah, so anyway, that's basically the playoff scenarios. Like, there's a chance for Savages to get in. There's a chance for Shamers to get in. There's a chance for, I think, even M-team and Napalm to get in. Uh, they have to run the table, and then certain things have to fall their way. Um, but even Napalm could get in over me if I lose out and he wins out because he, he would beat me head-to-head.
0: Who did uh, So M-team ended up winning last week, then, against the, the Shamers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's a, that's a bit of an upset, I, would, I think. I don't know.
1: I think we always thought he had a good team. He just kind of ran into some bad luck this year.
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking at this for, like, who's got the first overall pick cinched up here, and it looks like it's between me and Asmus. So, all right. I don't care. I'll take second Almost overall dead.
2: pick.
0: Maybe. Yeah, second's not too bad. Yeah,
1: it's fine. Um, but yeah, so big games this week. Uh, Beer guzzlers, Bubblegum for sure. Uh, I I think Savages Shamers is the other big game, and then Dynasty Napalm Jockstrap. Uh, that and this Dynasty Jockstrap game is just if I win, I'm in. It closes a lot of paths for these other teams. So uh, let me go ahead and go to the games for the week.
0: What was the record for fewest points scored in a game? Do you remember, Gus? (laughs) I looked at this the other day. Um,
1: So apparently it was, uh, God, it was that one team, uh, Route 44, I think. They had the the least amount ever up until we changed kind of scoring a little bit, slightly. Uh, Here, I'll find it real quick.
0: Here it is. I don't all know why I'm turkey. not
2: getting this on my damn laptop. Uh, wild
0: turkey. 34, okay. That's yeah, all. 34 for Wild
3: 34? Turkey
1: up till 2013.
3: How do you score 34 points in a game? Lots I mean, like, you could start all the Dallas Cowboys and get 34
0: this year. He, if I remember right, he he would tend to mail it in. <laughs> uh, that was Wayne. Uh, Wayne. Yeah, Wayne. Wayne's a good dude, but when it came to fantasy football, he was uh he got steamrolled he's a little out of his element yeah he got he's I also
3: mean, on the lowest combined score down just a little bit
1: yeah I, that was that week he had 34 points
0: you beat. Yeah. You won a game with 100 points i, I will never apologize for winning <laughs> but i do want to point something out lowest scoring team single game since 2014 the ramones beat his own record with a 45 point game this past week. Yeah. So So, yeah, congrats. Good job, Ramones. How did he only get 45 points? Wait, his
3: quarterback can score 45 points. Not last week. How did that even
0: happen? He Uh, had a rough week. Uh, (laughs) I would say so. Russell Wilson had 20 points. Yeah, 19. That's not good. Oh, oh my god. god. And he had Bear he had a Jones. decent
1: lineup, but Broncos let him down. Minus yeah, 7.
0: Man. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. That's every player on his team underperformed. And mm. not by a little bit. Manny got 1.5. I guess it's one catch for 5 yards. Look at those projected versus actual. Yeah. Was he he wasn't projected to win. Um, but, Not against you know, Whip. Gosh, he wouldn't have been Whip projected to win. Up it, on him. Dang. Yeah, it,
1: it was a rough week. But, yeah, uh, good catch, Jeff. He set the record. I'm going to have to uh, have to make a note of that.
3: That's rough. That's real rough. Yeah.
1: yeah
0: when um, you see a number like that, it kind of stands out. <laughs>
1: You know, this past week pissed me off so much because obviously you all watched some of the highlights or some of the games. Did you all see the ending of that Cardinals-Buffalo-Bills game with the DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins-Hail Mary? Uh-huh. I mean, that was, what, a 40, 50-yard pass for a touchdown? I don't see
3: how he, he, he rolled out, too. and I don't see how he
1: rolled out and threw the ball like that. That was astonishing. Yeah, I, I mean, Hookham had Hopkins, so that was an 11-point play maybe, and I lost by nine. Mm. like it, it hurt I, I saw it happen i was like god damn it you're gonna win because of that and i still had a chance all i needed was uh mooney to come back and have something but god i hate my team it's like if freaking <laughs> mahomes doesn't go off i know i'm only gonna get like 80 points uh, uh,
0: so.
3: yeah that, that that chicago offense was awful i watched that game that that chicago offense looked I think college defenses could have handled them.
1: Yeah.
3: It didn't look like the Minnesota defense was just anything special. It just looked like the Chicago offense was just ridiculously bad.
1: Yeah, and I haven't checked in a while, but I think <clears throat> Foles is injured now. Yeah, he anything? got he got hurt bad.
3: That looked yeah. rough. I don't know if you saw the way he went down, but it looked like it looked like he might have died on that football field. Oh wow. He got he got kind of flipped and bent like he but he got bent in half. Like human bodies aren't supposed to do that.
2: Ugh.
1: Well, I mean, I, I, I hope he uh, recovers. I, I always thought it was awesome when he uh, helped the Eagles
2: right. in that Super Bowl. Can anybody hear me? Hey, yeah, man. we can
1: hear you, Dad. <clears throat> uh, all right. So, anyway, I'll, I'll go back to the uh, this week's slate of games if you all are ready. Sure. Um, yeah, so first game on the, the docket is my team versus Napalm Jockstrap. Currently projected for 157.4 points.
2: Hello? Hey, we hear
1: you. Can you hear us? Dad, can you hear us? Uh, Hello? Like a No. Okay. I'm going to
0: text him, tell him to check his volume.
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm up against Napalm. Uh, I, I mean,
0: I, I, I got can really lucky this
1: week. Yes. Yes, we can hear you. Can you hear
0: us? yes we
2: hear you yes okay now i need to figure out why my headphones aren't working
1: (laughs) dad i'm gonna mute you just
2: for a little bit no i'm on now i'm on. okay
1: okay (laughs) um anyway what i was trying to say i got lucky this week i got Kalen bellage who i think he's a one-week fill-in but i'll take it over my other running backs dobbins sack moss alexander madison um I would hope that's going to be enough with Mike Davis having another week to play instead of Christian McCaffrey and, you know, having Kelsey back, having Mahomes back to take care of business for this week, getting the playoffs. And I don't even care what happens in week 13 or week 12. Then. So um, I'm feeling good about this week, but I, I have never beaten napalm palm jockstrap in my whole career.
2: <laughs> well, there's a first I, time for everything.
1: Yeah. Um, and his team looks good, too, for having like 137 projected points. I think it's one of the highest this week that isn't Whip, Ballzilla, and I guess my team, so. And Shook and, you know, the other really good teams, so. But I feel comfortable going back to myself being uh kick this week, so that's who I'm going with.
2: Okay, after scurrying around here and I'm on my laptop now, I don't know what the fuck is going on with this stupid shit, but you got Patrick Mahomes. That's enough for me. i take you.
3: Yeah, I think that Gus has got this one. I don't think there's any
1: question, really. Yeah, same here. <clears throat> Thanks, y'all. Oh, by the way, before I forget, I did track our winnings or, or picks from last week. Everybody went seven and one. Jeff, myself, and uh, Gumby, except for you, Dad, you went six and two.
2: So, that's a shame. Was the one
1: we lost on. Uh, Jeff, you lost on the Smuffs. You picked the Smuffs over Napalm Jockstrap last week, and the rest of us, you and me, Gumby, we picked Touch Me Down over Bubblegum. I keep not picking my wife to win, and she keeps winning, so I think she'll be all right if I keep winning. <laughs> uh all right touch me down and scabs bolt um so first thing i notice is scabs hasn't updated his lineup go figure uh and he has Devontae parker or amari cooper he could throw in for brandon Ayuk. Uh other than that though i don't think he really has a good option for changing out running backs or whatever so, but anyway, he could throw that in thirteen so points, and it's a it's a much closer matchup against Touchdown.
3: That's almost a coin flip. <coughs> yep, if he does that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. I saw that uh, he picked up Carson Wentz because I dropped him this past week. So, and Wentz is projected for a couple more points than Cam Newton, so he might throw him in.
0: Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? a tough one it really is because every time i i look at like i'll look at scabs bolt and say well i, I like Deshaun watson so i want to lean that way but then i look at joshua kelly and and versus Derek henry and go yeah but you know touch me down's got better running backs and then wide receivers and yeah, i like keenan allen but it's kind of a push mm-hmm. um Marquise Brown, I think, is is not good. Uh, it's, I don't know. I just don't, I don't really like – I don't like the Baltimore Ravens passing attack whatsoever, and I don't need to elaborate on that. I think a lot of people feel that same way. Um, Their passing gonna attack gonna seems take... to be
3: designed to take defensive backs out of Lamar's way.
0: Yeah, because those are the only guys that can catch him if he breaks out in the open. Um, you know, I think that the big part – You know, I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Scabs Bolt, and I'm going to go with Scabs Bolt hoping that Tennessee shuts down Baltimore. That way I have a rooting interest in that game. Okay.
3: I'm going to go with Scabs Bolt because I don't think that Henry's going to have a super great day against Baltimore's defense, and I don't think Marquise Brown ever has good days.
2: Carlos Hyde isn't playing, is he?
3: That's another thing, too, is Carlos Hyde is playing against Arizona, which is always high scoring, so how much is the passing, how much is the running really going to matter in Seattle?
2: I thought Carlos Hyde was hurt or some crap, but... Says he was
1: a full participant the other day at uh, practice,
3: so...
2: Okay, all right.
3: He's probably back, but against Arizona, they're not going to be running the ball a lot, I wouldn't think. Right, right. That's right. Like, I think Scabs has got this one.
0: And Before we go on to the next game, wait, Dad, did you make your pick?
2: I think I'd go with Assuming that Skazvold updates his lineup, I would take him.
1: I'm going to go and take Touch Me Down. I, I you know, projectioners, projections are going his way. And I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Marquise Brown, you don't think he's good. I, I, I guess the offense might be a question mark, but I think he's still a pretty good playmaker. And I, I don't what is know. I, average? It, no, I, I get the average and everything, but I think he's also had some pretty decent games this year um, 15, 19. Okay, so lately not very good, but
2: I, don't because know. They're, I, I, I gotta they're take pa- a chance one way or another, so. Their passing game sucks, that's that's why. Yeah,
1: but it, it's the threat of, look, Lamar Jackson doing, you know, the option, run, pass, whatever. I, I, I'd be worried to play the Ravens, no matter what team, you know.
2: Right, right.
1: It's going up against. What were you
0: gonna say though, Jeff? <clears throat> So if I, if I can be a Steelers Homer for a second here, um, I don't know if you guys saw that, uh, ESPN had, had a list of the top 10, you know, rookies in the NFL in 2020. And on that list of top 10 rookies, they had T Higgins, uh, listed as a top 10 rookie and notably absent from that list was a certain gentleman that you may have heard of called, uh, Chase Claypool?
2: Get the fuck uh, out of here.
0: When no, when, when was even, that list? It was, I think it was just came out today or yesterday or last night. Chase Claypool is not even on the honorable mention list. He's got nine touchdowns. I know. Nine. He's on pace for 18 touchdowns this year. I know. I know. Um, but for whatever reason, T. Higgins is on there now. For and if you're looking at his fantasy stats, that could be a reason why, because He's, he's having a pretty good fantasy season, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, actually. I haven't seen I haven't seen T. Higgins make the kind of contested catches that Chase Claypool has been making. You know, when he gets the ball thrown to him on a fairly regular basis. You know, the toe tappers, the tough the the tough ones on the sidelines, the one in double coverage last week amongst what, his two what round touchdowns did the Steelers, last
3: week. What, what round did the Steelers get him in? Second. That's a steal.
0: We're he's been, good at he's picking receivers. receivers. He's been know?
3: phenomenal. He's been nothing short of phenomenal.
2: Yeah, so not being in the chart. top ten of the rookies is uh, on offense anyway is fucking ridiculous. It's uh,
0: he's got to be leading rookies leaders. on on yeah.
2: touchdowns.
1: I'm sure he is. Yeah, I think he's a, a a touchdown leader for wide receivers. So.
0: Nine. Well, he's got,
2: he's got he's got he's got two Russian touchdowns and seven receiving touchdowns, I think.
0: Correct. Well, yeah, that, those, that's messed those up. Yeah. Those They don't reflect just how he changes how defenses play the offense. I mean, they, he is a matchup nightmare. He absolutely is. But anyway, that's me being a homer next game. All right, cool.
1: <laughs> uh, Shook going up against M team. Uh, I mean, yeah, Shook already has the division locked up. It's not like he wants to rest. He could get a one seed or, or whatever. But um, And, you know, seeding does matter. I think the four seed could be potentially Savages. He's one of the better teams going in there. And I think we talked about this, Jeff, but week 13, that's when Carolina has their bye week. Yeah. So he has Christian McCaffrey. And, uh, you know, if there's any time you want to play Savages, it would be that week. Uh, so anyway, Shook has uh, got a twenty-point advantage here for this matchup. Uh, I guess I'm a little shocked to see Kamara and Robinson are both questionable, but that's probably right. not going to last.
0: So. Okay, so I talked with Shook, um, Shook, Justin uh, <laughs> yesterday. Um, last night he was, he was. We were texting back and forth, and he was saying you know, I, my, my defense is on a bye this week, and I'm not sure if I want to pick up another defense because I don't want to drop anybody. And I was like, well, can you afford to lose a game? And he said, well, I think, I am mean, in." we went through the whole thing. And I said, oh, you're playing Monty, so you're probably going to win that game. No disrespect to Monty. But I said, you probably don't have to even pick up a defense, if I had to guess. And I looked at his roster, and I said, um, you know, dude, if you want to pick up a defense, you should drop Larry Fitzgerald or Nelson Aguilar. Or Hunter Renfro? I said, when are you ever going to start those guys? Yeah. There's no scenario where you're going to start any of those teams. <laughs> so you might as well drop one of them to get – just get a defense and pick it up. But I don't know. I guess he hasn't done that yet. But um,
1: Yeah. I, guess, I, I I mean, obviously, there's a risk with picking up defenses sometimes. They could you negative points. But, uh, I mean, Browns are still out there against Philly. That doesn't seem too bad.
2: Uh, right, right. They're projected for 10 point, whatever. Maybe
1: Panthers versus Detroit. I don't know. Um, that, there's, there's options out there that shouldn't give you negative points.
2: If yeah. he takes the Panthers and Monty starts, uh, what's his face? He's got a defense up against that quarterback, so yeah. Any interceptions are double points, basically.
0: It's true,
1: yeah, but uh. Yeah, I mean, Monty Monty had a good game last week. It was pretty impressive, and and like I've said, his team always looked pretty good, just kind of ran into some bad luck. Josh Jacobs, I guess, did pretty well last week that helped him out. Uh, He's got some of his Dallas guys back, so I'm sure he's happy about that. Um, I don't know. Anyone want to take the upset here?
2: Nope. Nope.
0: Nope.
1: Yeah, I can't do it. (laughs) All right, smuffs it is, or not smuffs, shook, (laughs) shook all the way down. Uh, all right, shamers versus savages. This is the, the, let's say the second big game of the week because we already went over mine and napalm. Um, it looks so bad right off the bat, but I know they haven't updated their lineup, so um. So yeah, Josh Allen's out, uh, their flex is out, and the defense is out for savages. And uh, I, I guess he doesn't have a quarterback yet to replace him with. That's crazy. Huh.
2: Well, yeah, it looks like uh what's the space from Dallas? You know, looks like he's gonna have to pick up
1: Wow, there's three options, and really maybe just two Flacco and Rippian.
2: Yeah, because oh, wow. Do-
1: Martin Rippin is good, man. Did he have a good game that one time he started? 23 points? That was against the Jets, too. Three interceptions. Not good. Not good. Not
2: good.
0: Right, I take it Not back. Right. He sucks. I saw him in the preseason once and thought, man, he's pretty good. Flacco got 40 points last time he played.
2: Is that Mark Rippin's son? I think it is. I
1: think it is, yeah. Flacco's
2: elite. Oh, yeah. That's an elite guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe he's doing some kind of strategy he thinks he could win without a quarterback. I don't know. It's bold. It is bold.
3: <laughs> bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see how it works out. Yep.
2: Exactly. Well, he so needs I, a quarterback. The Hall of Chambers needs a quarterback, too. Who, I he, he has got? Matt Ryan on the bench. Oh, okay. All right. Well. So, I mean,
1: if you do that, it bumps it up to a 40-point advantage. You take Flacco. Okay, now it's down to 10-point advantage. And then – Yeah, he still has a defense and a flex that he has to put in, which he hasn't got either. I guess he has a flex available.
2: He's got ZQ Elliott on the bench. Why is that? Yeah, that's true. I don't know.
1: This is a bye week.
2: No, they're playing Miami or Minnesota. Last last week. Yeah, last week. So he's got to update that. He could put him in as a flex if nothing else.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's going to end up being like a ten-point game favoring, um, savages. Yeah, it's probably a little too close for comfort. Yeah, it's a pick'em. Hmm. Well, I'm
1: going to go pick with the them. upset. I'm going to pick Shamers. I think the loss of Josh <laughs> Allen this week is really going to hurt.
2: <laughs> I'm
0: taking savages.
2: I am too. Same. All
0: right.
1: No, Dusty, I gave you a lot of crap this year if you listen to this thing, but I believe in you this week. Just just fix that damn lineup <laughs> you have a chance. Uh, all right, the other big game of the week, uh, your team dead versus uh, Bubblegum.
2: Yeah, so it's a playoff game, it's a playoff game.
1: It is, and, and I mean, looking at all these check marks, you got a lot of advantages. Uh, your tight end, yeah, that that looks terrible.
2: Uh, so, you know,
1: but I mean, everything else you'll take, right?
2: Absolutely. And Tyler Lockett, I gotta keep a close eye on him because the way it's standing, I've got three players today. But I gotta, but I picked up, uh, what is it, David Moore? So if I have to, I'll put him in.
1: how did you feel last week when Nick Chubb went out at the one yard line?
2: I was okay with that. He 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 did well. I mean, I don't know what was it, eighteen points.
1: Yeah, it could have been uh, twenty-five points, or right. So four point seven.
2: He's looking good. It's good to have him back on the roster. So yep. he's going to be—he'll be a threat. At least I got somebody that's, you know, now my number one pick is back. So mm. or my first rounder is back.
1: I'll go ahead and just say it. I'm picking you dead uh, because every time I pick. Against Jess,
2: she's won, so uh, there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, she's got quarterback issues herself. I don't know about if Bridgewater's going to be in or not, and if he's not, then he, he, she goes with Tannehill. But he's up against Baltimore. That's a tough matchup. So, right. You know, she's she's going to have to make some decision on that.
1: Every week she has a tough time between, like,
2: Danny Amendola and Keelan Cole
1: and Traquan Smith or just whoever's available as a flex or I guess a second wide receiver in this case. Whatever. Basically, Danny Amendola. She always has him in just because of projections. And, I mean, I guess she picked up this Michael Pittman Jr. this week. So she slides that person in for an extra four or five points to make it closer. Right.
2: Right. Well, she's got Dante Johnson. I got Chase Claypool. So, you know, match those two up against each other and see what happens. It'll be fun to watch.
1: What, uh, Gumby and Jeff? What do y'all think?
3: Here. Dan's got it. Hi, Gumby. I think Dan's got it.
0: So, if you look down at the points scored by a week, guess if you scroll down there. Hmm. Um. Basically, if they played each other every week right now, they would have a 500 record. So if you look at it, it's although they may have won two in a row, then they lost two in a row later on. It's really pretty cool when you look at it and you go, man, these these two teams are 500 against each other. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm going to pick – Dad, I'm going to pick you to win this one. Um, I keep hoping that, that Pittsburgh's, like, figuring out something. And last week was one of those games where, where we actually played – a full four quarters in bad weather um, and kick the ever living shit out of the bungles. Um, I think we probably, if, if, if what I saw was correct, which was a dominant team beating up a team that they should beat, then the same will hold true against Jacksonville and we'll kick the shit out of Jacksonville. Um, So I think you have a lot of upside on your roster. And I, you know, I just, I think you got the better team this week. you will punch your ticket.
2: Thanks. I appreciate that. Well, I'm taking me too, obviously.
1: Yeah. Uh, I want to go ahead and congratulate both of you for getting to this point in the season after the draft. Um, I, y- Y'all were the joke of the draft, for sure. Well, I don't know about <laughs> joke. It was just
2: the circumstances led themselves to that, you know?
1: Sure. But it was just like, oh, wow, this is such a tough situation. And, you know, Jess with her 80th pick for the first that she had in the draft. And uh, it was just... It was going to be hard to see y'all busting through, uh,
2: even just a wild card spot.
1: Yeah, y'all are.
2: uh, Well, I made a couple of trades. I made a couple of trades. I think that helped, and that was uh, uh, Tyler Lockett. Who was the other one I traded for? Oh, I guess I got. Well, you got Le'Veon Bell too. uh, Yeah, and Allen Robinson and stuff. Yeah, Allen Robinson.
1: Uh, I just think it's interesting. Both you and Jess, y'all gave up. A lot, you know, with Kittle and she gave up Mahomes, but y'all came back in and got some other stuff, too. So it's just I'm, I'm impressed. So Good job. Man.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm uh, happy with the way things have turned out so far. I don't expect, like I said, <laughs> if, if I win the division, I don't expect to get past that first playoff game because it's going to be either Mike or um, Ballzilla.
1: It's any given Sunday, though. Like, yeah, I beat yeah, Shook this true. year, you beat Jeff this year when they had really good teams. Anything I, beat,
2: I beat Shook the week after you did.
1: Yeah, right. So, anything's possible. Um, Yeah, so here's the Ramones versus Ballzilla. Um, Ramones, I think, needs to win one of the next two. Uh, this would be icing, right? Just a little uh, you know, cushion if they could pull this off.
0: Ramones doesn't have a tight end on the bench to fill in, so that's that's problematic.
1: No, he has Taysom Hill. That's actually pretty interesting. He should got oh yeah, Graham. he
0: can't start Taysom Hill. Yeah, He's got, that'll be really it,
1: interesting this week. I, I'm curious yeah, to see how that plays out. If there's ever a week to start him, this yeah. might be it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Gumby. Actually, I'd be uh, I'd be worried right now. That's that's going to be interesting. I'm serious. Like, how, how can he not get a couple snaps at quarterback, throw the ball as well? Right. And then he still gets to do his like option run plays, play tight end, whatever it is. They're going to use him all over the field with Breeze out now. I know they were kind of already doing that, but it's going to be even more, I bet.
2: That's a 24 point disadvantage,
1: though. Well, so right off the bat, I don't think he's only getting 5.4 points. I think he's getting double digit this week. Um, and then, yeah, I, I I don't know. I guess James White, uh, maybe Rex Burkhead instead. That's an extra six points. It, it does
0: get a little bit closer, I think. Sure. Um, he scored in double digits two out of the three past uh, past three weeks. So, who Rex? This could be a game where he he comes up even big bigger wow. than usual. Interesting.
1: I can't pick against Ballzilla though. I mean it's like roulette right you know it's all it's been red every single time is this the time you bet black or whatever but i'm yeah. gonna go with the trend could happen it could
0: happen I'm, I'm not gonna talk myself into taking the underdog in this game against an undefeated team in week 11 so
3: dalvin yeah. cook against dallas is a lot of points yeah
0: yeah unless the last time we saw the cowboys defense that is what they're gonna be you know moving forward
3: Aaron Rodgers will have a down week because he's against Indianapolis or Indiana. But uh,
1: Rush should come back this week against Arizona.
0: You got a, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, you're set, you're starting AB as well, huh?
3: Yeah, I, I got uh, some receivers on by because Diggs is on by. That's well, Gianni, Giovanni
1: Bernard too—that you could always throw in somewhere. That's interesting. I don't
3: want to understand why they're projecting that guy at 14. He's.
1: Well, I saw it this morning that.
2: Um, Mixon out.
1: Uh, Mixon's projected for zero now. So they're expecting him not to play.
2: Right. Uh, yep. Yeah.
1: I'll have to take a look at that. It, it's nice to have that option, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. When Mixon's out, Bernard scores pretty good. But when Mixon's in, he doesn't really do much. You know, a couple of passes. That's about it.
1: So I'm guessing yourself, right?
2: what's the story with calvin ridley
1: uh he's got an ankle and
3: if i had to swap him out it'll be aj green going in
2: uh-oh yeah that's a down
1: what's a... he's had a couple of weeks off though so i guess he didn't play denver um and he had the bye weeks and so now he's coming back
3: we'll see
2: yeah
3: i might yeah, feel better right, I, might, I might even feel better losing this then i can get that out of the way not lose anymore
0: <laughs> yeah of course i I cannot believe you're you're, you're sliding into the playoffs i'm sitting
3: here at 10 and 0 and i haven't even clinched the division yet
1: (laughs) you clinched a playoff spot though hey mike that's a big deal hey mike (laughs) uh dad who you picking
2: um what is it With uh, Jameis, or you know, what's his face, Taysom Hill. Oh wait, he has Taysom Hill. He is that guy, right? He needs to put him in the tight end. Yeah. Yeah. That could that could really uh, screw things up. I can't go against Ballzilla either.
3: They start Taysom Hill at quarterback. (laughs) And he's listed as a tight end in the software. He essentially gets two quarterbacks.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. He can throw a touchdown. He could catch a touchdown. Uh, hmm. That was the whole point this
1: year, like him having that dual uh, designation is maybe you want to draft him early to to lock that up if it's a good play but it hasn't worked out at all this year
3: if if i lose because my opponent got to start two quarterbacks i'm really not going to feel bad about that
1: yeah
3: that's a good thing that's a weird thing that just happens sometimes
2: i'll still take
3: i will give rick something to brag about forever
2: i'll still take balzilla but that might be a closer game than we think only because you know russ russ wilson may go off in that game too yeah. That's going to be a high-scoring game, I think. Be. It better be because I have three Arizona players or, you know, whatever. I got Seattle and Arizona up the yin-yang in my roster.
1: Hmm. Uh, all right, so it looks like next game is um, Hookham and Smuffs. First thing I noticed is Chris Carson says zero projected. I thought I saw this morning he was fine who's the person we just saw that was
2: Carlos Hyde or or?
1: yeah Carlos Hyde Carlos Hyde and that's for Seattle right yes okay so that's what it is so he's probably getting the the bulk of the carries of Carson's sitting so um I mean the thing that's interesting is Hookham is still projected to beat smuff smuff, smuffs I mean it's just it's an off year
2: for him um why does he have DeAndre Hopkins on the? Oh, he's in the lineup.
1: Yeah, he? he's in the lineup.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I,
1: uh, I, I don't see an upset happening here. I'm gonna go. Okay. Same.
2: I will too.
1: You're gonna complete the pick, Jeff. Or
0: it's tough, but I think I'm gonna have to. I'm just kind of scanning through here, and I don't. You know, uh, obviously, uh, okay, so the deal that I, I'm looking at here is that um, with Carson out, it doesn't look like Hookham has like a real viable running back to plug in there. Brian Hill, I guess, but I, I don't I don't know if he's really done a whole lot, even though, I don't know. Um, no. yeah, he's had one good game. All right, so that's, that's not good. DJ Dallas. Uh, um dj dallas okay so he had a really good game three weeks ago and then an okay game two weeks ago and then he looked like shit last week
1: two carries
0: it's i thought he was hurt too for some reason no okay uh carson's expected. all right so dj dallas may be the guy to put in there and if so i would say he's going to get more than 4.6 points so okay so that gets him up to 30 about 30 and then on the other side Hmm. Asmus is going to have to swap out a running back and he's got Carry On Johnson or Philip Lindsey. Yeah, all right, give me hook him. That's yeah. just ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Smuff's going to have a, a tough finish to the year. So, Yeah. Uh, all right, last game of the week. <laughs> Probably the easiest one to pick. Sorry, Jeff. No Pups versus Whip. And uh, Whip is projected by uh, 56 points. So, yeah, Whip is just, I mean, he, he's easily closing in on Ballzilla for points four and the record and all that stuff. So it's its going to be so hard to pick against him. Um, he's got a great bench too still. Yeah, and he picked up Jameis just in case, like, something happens with Kyler Murray,
0: I guess. I think he did that as a block.
2: Oh, Probably. Yeah. Probably.
0: Yeah, Mike, Mike likes to do that. He does like to, to foresee what his opponents are going to need and then pick up a player so they can't get their top guy, you know, if, if they don't put that at the top of the waiver. He he plays the waiver as a, a game within the game.
1: Yeah, Jeff, I'm sorry. I mean, I can't pick you. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't do it. I need the easy wins in this thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, take the win, you know. But would you give me fifty six point one points?
1: Like as a handicap?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, I would do this. I give you
1: forty points. I still think he's gonna win. <laughs> Oh my God! I mean, what's just that good? I, I, I think there's a way to look at all his games the last several weeks, right? And
2: he's what's what's the questionable about uh, Devonta Adams? Whip has 137, 183,
1: 156, 165, 142, 132. So there's a little stretch he was at 120, but ever since then, it's just it's it's great games. So, anyway. the, the
0: past past three weeks, if we'd have played each other, uh, Whip would, would have beat me by um, 80.5, <laughs> uh, 98, <laughs> and 72.
2: So, I think the 56 point spread is a little generous.
0: <laughs> well, I, if you'd have taken the past three weeks, you'd have know, won.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I, Jeff. I mean, I I I would give you 40 points. I still would pick Whip.
0: So <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to triple play Whip as well. <laughs> All right. And, and I'd take the under on my point total.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um
1: you you guys do Whip easy?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So this might be the one week... Wow. One, two, three, four, five, six sweeps. It's wow. crazy. I, di- I didn't see that happening.
2: So. Well, what do we differ on? What are the differing games?
1: Uh, Scabs and Touch Me Down, which, you know, it's just a you know, whatever. It's kind of a know. coin flip game anyway. Yeah, and then Savages Shamers, which is actually a pretty important game. For our division or our conference man savages looked so good too for a while and uh, I don't know what happened to them I mean look at that they had they've lost five oh. in the last six they scored
3: 150 uh-huh. points in a loss yeah scored
0: 149 in the loss last week that's that's rough man scored yeah. 154 and loss in week one. Yeah, Paul Yeah, oh,
1: you you, you beat him by two points.
0: Less that, than two. That's
3: that was a messed up game too, because if the Chiefs had had not scored a touchdown at the very end of the game, like with it just seconds left, and had settled for a field goal instead, he would have won because he had Butker. Oh,
0: that was uh, that game. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I bet that you he's pretty high up
0: in points against. If I look at guess. the numbers, of course. he Look at that.
3: Nobody scored. What's the lowest one against him? One hundred and one.
0: Yeah, and everything else has been way over. Um, so, in points against, uh, yeah, he's
1: third highest points third against. Third highest.
3: And those are all really close numbers there.
1: And lowest is ones. Whip and Ballzilla. Hmm. But it doesn't really matter because if you look at points four, we're both. On yeah, top I know. Of that I know. Anyway. That gap is so, is so large. So, I've been so lucky. 1164. Still only five and five. So.
0: Yeah. That means that must mean you're well. No, you're five and five. Okay, so all right, it's fairly good. I am what I thought I am. (laughs) You went into the season going, I'm going to be five hundred.
1: My goal was a playoff berth. (laughs) All right. right, Well, uh, hey guys, it's been fun. Uh, I know next week might be tough with Thanksgiving. um, So. We don't always have to have a podcast, but if uh, you guys are available on Wednesday, I'll have the day off and uh, Jess will be well, off if, too. She might even be available.
3: If both, if both Mike and I win this week, next week's podcast should be pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah. That, that'll be a preview of the Super Duper Bowl, I think. Well, well no, you guys can't make it to the Super no, Duper No, it's just more Bowl. like well, only the, one of you.
3: This is more like the, the early 90s Cowboys and, and 49ers. Oh, yeah. Where they couldn't no, play in the Super no. Bowl, but that was kind of the Super Bowl.
0: More unlikely, although I'm not going to discount Shook's capability of throwing up a massive point total.
3: Oh no, Shook is Shook is really good, and he's he's made 180 plus points. How many times this year? Um, see,
0: he's
3: got one, the only 200 point he's, game. He's got
0: the only 200 point game. Two three. He's got at three that. games over at 180. He's got another another one with 178. Even in his loss to hook him, he threw up 141. That's, you know, that that's normally gives you a pretty good shot of winning. You know, 140 point game is pretty all right. Yeah, he's uh he's got he's put together a really good team. He and made he up for him by it. barely being swussed though. And
3: he he uh, he survived the uh, the Dak Prescott injury too, mm-hmm. with a good trade with you.
1: Yeah, that that trade really went to his benefit. I mean. Those are some good players you gave him, Jeff, for what seemed like nothing.
2: That was nothing. That's why I kept saying, you're losing your touch there, Jeff. That was the yeah. Brady and Evans and somebody else for. Jeff was spreading well, the wealth
1: in that trade. So he, he had so many players to trade off, and it was shooks- like not just on one team. He's
0: spreading it out. Who did you, you, get, trading, uh, did you
2: who get? Did you get, get a first round pick out, out of that? <laughs>
0: I'm going in with my original first round pick, but I think I've got extras in like the second and maybe second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. I got a bunch of the early round picks. I got one or two extras mixed in there.
3: Who'd, who'd you trade your wide receiver
0: to? Which one? I got I uh, New Orleans, dude. Receivers. I can't
3: think of his name all of a sudden.
0: I uh, traded that to uh,
2: Michael, Michael Thomas. Yeah.
3: yeah. Who got that? Michael. That's probably going to be that. that uh... That Drew Brees injury was pretty rough on that trade.
2: Well, and he's been out most of the year, too, so.
3: Yeah, that that seems like a trade that worked out very much in your favor as the way things
1: turned out. Yeah. This is the draft board currently, but without, like,
0: where everyone's going to end up. So. So I got three in the second, two in the third, two in the fourth, two in the fifth, and two in the seventh. May I mean, I – it's pretty good. I mean, that's, I'm going to have a lot of depth, hopefully.
2: But well, once you get 16 players, you're done, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Which
2: well, you can I'm have,
0: a defense early.
2: you can have two, uh, two starting lineups before we get to the 10th round.
0: That's the idea.
2: Yep. Yep. So who cares about pick 13 through 16?
0: With all the first round picks that have been bust this year, this past year, I know that doesn't happen every year, of course, but starting to think, you know, defensive depth is the way to go, you know? Like just stockpile a bunch of guys who can be, you know, guys, guys well, who can do stuff. If
3: you, if you look at where I picked, so you look on this draft board, right? I picked what, fifth? One, two, yeah. two three, four, five, six, sixth. I'd have taken. If you told me on draft day I could have had any of those picks that were ahead of mine when I got Dalvin Cook there, I'd have been like, "Fuck yeah, give me those dudes." Yeah. Oh yeah. But Cook has been much better this season than those guys. Like a lot. I know of them. that. I know that yeah.
2: in all the uh, all of the preseason draft mock draft things that I was doing on ESPN, I mm-hmm. had I was targeting and getting Dalvin Cook on all of those, and you picked him. So. Mm-hmm. So they I would- got. He I got him all the way down there, though. Uh, I don't know. If you go back to what our draft was. Hey, You
3: got the draft board handy? Uh, yeah. I think it's kind of interesting to look at that at this time of the season.
1: That's a good idea. Let's
2: see, All my mock drafts, um, basically, I was getting Dalvin Cook. And it wasn't him. It was Nick Chubb. And I, I got the other one. So, Where so are we what are you all looking
1: for? Team?
3: Delvin Cook.
2: Cook.
3: I would was, not have taken. I would not have taken C E H there. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. No. I don't think that was a good pick, but I think the other four
0: in front of that were good. Henry was a surprising picket too, but that has not hurt him at all. I no mean, that was a good book. Well,
2: but what I'm e. looking at, at is
0: well, Barkley, you
2: know? below that. Okay, Josh Jacobs. You might have taken him. I don't think you would have taken Joe Mixon. Nope. Or Kenyon Drake. You might have taken Nick Chubb. You might have taken Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones.
0: Aaron Jones probably. I mean, I thought Aaron Jones was going to go way earlier. He slipped a lot, and part part of that was because Mike took Kenyon Drake. Because Adam, Aaron Jones should have gone there at, at Whips pick at the first in the first <laughs> round. <clears throat>
3: yeah, I don't, Aaron Jones falling way down there. I, I think that was a lar- part of the that Ceh pick too. Yeah. I would have picked. I would have picked Jones way above Ceh.
1: You know what's really helped you out this year, Gumby? Digs in the fifth. Yeah, that's I, a steal.
3: When we got yeah. there, I couldn't believe he survived the fourth, or even really the third.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, you you can you can make a case for him falling because you know he's going to a new team with a with an offense that doesn't throw the ball according historically. I mean, nobody. It makes sense now, but I don't think anybody anticipated Josh Allen becoming you know, top four quarterback in fantasy football, you know, three or four years into his career. He's a good running quarterback, but man, but to your point, Gumby, that was, that was good patience. And also saying, you know what, fifth round, that's great value. That's, that was a good move. That was a really solid move there.
3: I mean, he's, he was really good when he was in Minnesota and I don't think he ever really had great quarterback play there.
0: Yeah, he was, he was, yeah, he was good, but it's it's just risky going to a new offense, a running offense with a running team, you know, and all that. But look at all the second round picks that have kind of been bust too. You know, like okay, so besides Michael Thomas, we already went over that, but is uh, Kenny Galladay been great uh, when he's, he's healthy? Up. He's
1: actually all right, but he hasn't been that healthy.
0: Odell Beckham, yeah. he's been hurt. Juju, Juju's been good, but he's he's really unpredictable. You know, I mean. Yeah, but he just throws the open guy. He doesn't care.
2: Yeah, but he's getting pretty consistent now. <clears throat> but that yeah. may have been that may have been a little bit high for him on the draft. Yeah. And Mike Evans always looks good, but he he kind of had a rough season and still having kind of a rough season, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's gosh, I don't know. The only thing that was that was keeping him afloat early in the year was. You know, one or two yard touchdown passes, little fades in the end zone, because he wasn't getting any targets at all. I think he's starting to pick it up now. But yeah. um, Mark Ingram, Melvin Gordon was hurt for a good chunk of the year. Um, Ertz has been hurt. Um, I don't know about Julio. I suspect Julio's probably been been playing
3: well. He's been in and out of the lineup. Uh, he's been injured a lot.
0: Alvin Kamara is the MVP, you know. Yeah, he was um, a keeper, though. He was a keeper. Yeah, he, keeper. Yeah, he always will be. A.J. Brown. Eh, I do about A.J. Brown or David Johnson. David Johnson had a really good week one. I don't remember yeah, much of right, that. That's right, he did. That Houston,
1: they, they run like a committee there, really, don't they? Um, It's it's more like a, a bell cow situation.
3: Yeah, it's just not
1: – I don't – They're just not a good team. Their they, they're yeah. offensive line is is way underperforming than what it's done in years past.
0: Hasn't injuries also, like, forced them to go into, like, playing multiple running backs too, or
1: – Well, I, I – not that I remember for some of these games. David Johnson just they, – they would always get in a bad negative game script, and they're they not running as much. They're trying to dink and dunk and, and go for the long ball, so –
0: All right, so they've just been playing themselves out of it. Yeah, third round was pretty good, though. It's, I mean, it still looks like it's a pretty good round. You know, taking away, of course, Levy on Bell. Um, was Adam
3: Was Adam Thielen a, a keeper or for the Savages, or was that a pick at at that point? No, it was a pick. Was a pick. That's a good pick. <clears throat> yep, that guy's a touchdown machine.
0: DJ Moore might be a little shaky there, but only because Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf have been blowing up you know -hmm. lockett's a good pick there too i think he's always good but he never gets any respect you know he's not flashy no no
2: he was 49.2 point flashy for me the week that i got him in a trade so hey
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah in the houston league he set the record for most points scored by a wide receiver for this guy right here wait you picked up uh, it was alan robinson a pick there in the third round for you yeah and i, I hated it I, hated, I don't like alan robinson but i think the thing i've had to adjust on is it's not alan robinson that's the problem it was that douchebag quarterback they had who was a problem uh yeah. what was his name i don't even remember his name now because he sucks so bad
3: oh, uh, and, and uh, trubisky. And yeah, trubisky
0: trubisky 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 yeah. yeah, it, it wasn't Allen Robinson. It was because I remember Allen Robinson's stat line last year was, it, it, it always resembled something like this. 13 targets, six catches, 85 yards and a touchdown. You're like, 13 targets? Come on, man, catch the ball, right? Well, the problem is that those targets are like eight feet over his head, you know? Yep. And, or they, yep. they were burn into the ground in front of him because Trubisky sucks. At least with falls in there, Foles is, is getting the ball to him and he's looking really good now. But I, at the time, I hated making that pick because I was like, I, I, I know this game. I know what will happen here. Yeah, but Amari Cooper, was that a keeper from somebody?
3: Nope. Adam Thielen wasn't a keeper. Nope. DK Metcalf wasn't a keeper.
1: Nope. Lockett. I mean, Lockett would have been the Lockett one I would wasn't have been on there. I think Lockett
0: I think would had have some been better, Lockett. better options. I was, I, you know, I've, I had some biases against Tyler Lockett that I've, I've had to shake. Um, I, I looked at, I, you know, I'm not going to try to justify it. I'll just say when I saw Allen Robinson, I saw he's going to get a lot of targets. That's what I was looking at. You know, go, give me, give me 150 targets, I'll take it. Um, the other guys, I, you know, I knew Lockett, but I never really, I, again, I had a bias against him, and I don't know what it was, just like eh, Tyler Lockett. Eh, eh, eh. Uh, no, I'm wrong. I'm totally wrong. And I'll admit that Lockett should have been a pick here. Absolutely. Um, Leonard Fournette was kind of a, I don't think he's done squat. Was this, was Leonard Fournette cut? No, it says he's with Tampa Bay there. Where was he picking? Okay, so that must have happened like right, shortly before oh, there the it
3: draft.
0: Is. Yeah. So that's a risky one, too. Um, was that a, that was a extra pick he had? Yeah, it yeah. looks like it. Actually, that
1: was mine. I think. Yeah,
3: that's. Uh, I don't even if he'd have still been in Jacksonville, I don't think, and been the featured Cal, Cal Belcott, I don't think that would have been a good pick there.
0: Well, look at his options though, too. I mean, after that was Le'Veon Bell, and then Cam Akers, David Montgomery, Antonio Gibson, but nobody's going to take Antonio Gibson in the third round. That's just that's foolish. Uh, Dobbins later, Kareem Hunt in the fifth. But I'm mean, beginning Do you take Kareem Hunt in the third with Nick Chubb there? I don't. Uh, so I mean, risky. I guess it's hard to you have to put yourself back in your shoes and kind of grading it on a curve on a curve a little bit there. You kind of look at it and go, yeah, it's Leonard Fournette. He's going to the offense with Tom Brady, and you know he's going to get a lot of care. and Rojo sucks because he has sucked for years. So Leonard Fournette's going to get the job and. Yeah, Yeah, but Ronald Jones has actually been been
1: serviceable this year.
0: Like, from what I've seen,
1: he's he's at least a running back, too. And if all you need is a a second running back on your team, that's what you're going to get. Look at what I had to deal with. I had Akers and Dobbins and Moss. None of those guys have ever been a running back, too. I would have loved to hit on Jones. Or I guess Fournette, when he hit, you know, did all right for a little bit. But, yeah. Or DeAndre Swift. Yeah, like he's finally coming into form.
0: Antonio Gibson.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny too because James Robinson wasn't even drafted, but uh, man, he, he's, he's that guy that could have picked him up early enough. You should be a good team, but Jeff uh, didn't wanna, didn't want to wait any longer. How, how many teams have had the first overall pick
3: two years in a row? How common is that? not very pretty unusual well the browns do it a lot you're going you're going for the record
0: (laughs) i know i know (laughs) (laughs)
2: well this will be year number two with you know overall first round pick probably going to end up with i don't know whatever 16 picks within the first 10 rounds um probably more than that are you guys looking at this really- tight end list? Like, look at
1: everything after, I guess, go dare. So, Ebron's okay, but O.J. Howard, eh, Olsen, eh, Herndon, eh, Irv Smith, Ian Thomas, Jack Doyle, Gerald Everett, Dawson Knox, this, this is so bad for tight ends. There's just not a lot of really great tight ends around. I mean, um- I, I always feel like, There's somebody that can come out from it. But this this proved it this year. Like, I think he needed someone solid. Did Mike pick
3: uh, that Philly tight end pretty high? I thought you picked him. You're talking about I got got, No, the other one, the starter. Oh, Ertz,
1: yeah, he did. He picked Ertz in the second round. And and you know what? That's the thing. If Whip would have just picked another running back or another wide receiver, his team would have been that much better.
3: Yeah, I don't know. If he he grabs uh, Gurley there i'm probably not winning against him
2: yeah i want to say uh i want to say something here real quick if you go go down to the 10th round and you look at uh uh players that are starters or superstars or whatever and there are two in the 10th round
1: there's three Claypool. Mm. there's anderson claypool and jefferson
2: anderson oh, anderson. Was, oh robbie anderson
1: yeah, I mean, he's actually had well, that, a decent yeah. year.
2: Yeah, yeah, for that for lo- that late in the draft, yeah, I would I would probably agree with that, but I think Chase Claypool and Justin Jefferson were two great fucking picks in the 10th round. Chase Absolutely. Claypool was a great. pick. they were rookies. That's they were wild. rookies, so.
0: Yeah, but I mean, so it's but even as rookies looking up through the board, you had Acres, Dobbins, Moss, Gibson, DeAndre Swift, um let's see wide receiver rookies that are out there cd lamb got picked before mm-hmm. the rugs Is jerry judy a rookie? Ruggs, Is he a rookie, yeah jerry judy
3: what's yeah. that jerry judy's a rookie right he got picked by you in the seventh yep
0: right Gosh, yeah, that was a that was and a mistake
3: i you know he's been actually pretty good the last couple of weeks <laughs> he's coming on he's it's the thing with rookie. i hate picking rookies because uh. Even if they look great in college, a lot of times they get to the pros and they're like, oh, you mean I'm not the fastest person in the universe all of a sudden?
0: <laughs> I know, right?
3: It's weird. These really are tough to, to,
1: to find the best ones. Like CEH started off really well, but now, eh, I, I don't know if you really feel comfortable with him as a number two, I hate, right?
3: I hate that I traded for him now. Right, I'd rather not have made that trade, to be honest. In fact, and both I- the trades I made sucked. I put
1: so much stock in Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins and Moss. I've already cut Akers. Like, I'm holding on for Dobbins and Moss, but they're really just anchors on my team that they're dragging me down. Like, you have to get really lucky, like whoever got Justin Jefferson, uh, Shamers did in the 10th round. They let him go for a bit too, didn't they? (laughs)
3: I think they did, I saw him on the waiver round. I saw him on the waivers a while back.
0: Yeah. You yeah, go back to the tight ends. Guess you know the there's. Um, first of all, yeah, I mean, if if I had my choice between Zach Ertz, and I'm being dead serious and honest with you, if in the second round, if I'm going tight end there, I'm probably taking Darren Waller, just because Ertz has already gotten there behind him. Waller's proven it, and Waller's really good. But as far as like the rookies or the young ones that are coming up, I think you know that. You may, you may look at it and say that some of the tight ends that were picked this past year in the draft might turn out to be pretty good, um, like that uh, Devin Asiasi from uh, New England. Um, I've got a feeling that that kid's probably going to be all right. And I know I drafted and cut him, but that was a mistake on my part too because rookie tight ends typically don't do shit. It's too hard to learn how to play, you know, two positions in the NFL, you know, right off the bat. But well, right. you already um,
2: had Jared Cook, so, so you got So got
0: Asiasi. And then there's um, – uh, what's the guy's name? We just saw him playing up on, I think it was Monday night um, for Chicago. He's got – he needs to buy a vowel in his name. Komet? K-M-E-T? K- K- K-M-E-T. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't even drafted. Um, yeah, he wasn't even drafted. Yeah, his name sucked, But um, that kid could be a good one too. So, anyway, my point is that, you know, they're the, the league could shift more towards tight end, so it's a little less top-heavy moving forward, but I don't know. I think um, you're right,
3: though, about those rookie tight ends because it's essentially playing two positions. You're, it's almost like you're playing O-line and wide receiver, and being able to do that really well isn't something you learn overnight. There's not a lot of rookie sensation tight ends in my memory.
0: Yeah, that's why a lot of times they get pigeonholed into being a blocking tight end or a receiving tight end because yeah. they're really good at one, but they just can't figure out the other. It's, it's rare to have like a Kelsey or a Kittle or a Waller or Mike Andrews or hell, even like a Meebron, you know, or Jason Witten. All those guys, those are not common, you know? Well, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm looking at Scab's team. So he has CEH,
1: Deshaun, and he was an auto-pick team. So Amari yeah. Cooper, Devontae Parker, Keenan Allen, Hayden Hurst, Marlon Mack, that sucked because of week one, but that's not bad to get in the seventh round. I don't think the Marlin Mack pick was bad in that part in that at
3: that point. It's just the injury was unlucky. Yeah. I thought that was a good pick in seven. I thought that was yeah, fine
2: I, I, I guess what I'm just out. trying to
1: say is scabs being a three and seven team. And look, he has that T Higgins really late. Uh yeah. Brandon Ayuk who's actually looked pretty good this year. I'm just I'm surprised to see like a team that it looks like he had a decent draft. Or three and seven. The auto team like me man. where Scamble's I had Sutton auto- who got injured. Cam Akers who sucked. Tyler Boyd's been all right. JK Dobbins is inconsistent. And I'm five and five. It's just weird. CEH was an
0: auto pick in the first round. No, yeah, I think he picked he picked CEH and then set it to auto draft the rest of the way. Right. That was his big woohoo. That was his that was his Mike dicka light the cigarette and put on the dreadlocks wig moment right there. I don't know. Well, I'm, no, I'm I pretty dying. much joined
3: him because I burned a first round pick on CEH next year. <laughs> so I'm in there. I'm right there with him. Uh, All man. right.
1: Well, hey, fellas, I'm sorry. I, I got a balance pretty soon. So
0: thanks for like to us together,
1: man. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Y'all uh maybe next week uh we'll find a time uh it to was, do this.
2: It was fun looking back at that draft board to see how Things turned odd. I mean, we know that because of the records and stuff, but it's kind of interesting to go back to see how we picked, what we picked, and what the team looks like now. My -hmm. team looks completely different from what I drafted, and so does yours, you know?
1: It's good to see for uh, GMF of the year, that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right, fellas. uh, I'll talk to you all later. Thanks again. All 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 right.
2: Later,